morning or afternoon or evening. Welcome to another day trip on Kimology 411. Well, <clears throat> to sum it up, my last one, we talked about the Tony Robbins Rise Up, I believe it was called, three-day event, which ended yesterday. And although it was packed full of good information, it still was not um, what I was looking for. It kind of like regenerated what other people say. There was nothing new. I didn't like learn something like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. But I did find that um, finding the energy to put behind the program that I know was supposed to be there was exhausting. And I think it took it away. I took away from the whole experience. So next time I would have to watch it in like a different mindset, maybe. But anyway, I survived it and I did not sign up for the next longer one because what's well, during tax season. And I don't think I mentally could handle something that long on television. Um, it is just not that, yeah, I couldn't do it. But I did get up this morning feeling a little bit better, trying to get things organized in my brain. I was just exhausted, just too much going on. And it was too many people insisting that I have to get their stuff done all in, in a rush. So a lot of people were... Um, waiting to the last minute and then expecting me to stop what I'm doing and just get their stuff done. There's a lot of um, stress in the world that I'm absorbing from other people. So I'm building up my boundaries and my walls a little bit thicker. So maybe I'm not going to feel that. I have um, some changes that I have to make. So I'm doing that. And I'll tell you how those work later. But today I was watching TikTok and I saw one, I was watching one about a young girl in an office. I don't really know what she did. Uh, I think she was like, she said she was like an office manager, but she was talking about how she is unable to order DoorDash and has to eat leftover food. And she was just kind of trying to get people to talk about like why is everybody else able to spend all this money and I'm stuck over here you know living the life that I choose and I understand I totally understand why people do these stupid videos social media they're out there just trying to fill your head with a bunch of bullshit uh and so when I saw that like anytime I go to comment I realize I can do a podcast because my comment to her would be, first of all, you don't know their living experience. You don't know their finances. And so why do you care if they order DoorDash? Why is your brain so small that you literally believe that they are only living off of what you have? They have the same car payment. They have the same rent payment. They spend the, on the utilities. They have your same spending pattern. And you they don't. It's one thing that when you're looking at other people, you're trying to figure out how they afford what they have. And I, I, I used to teach this at um, Topeka Youth Project when I would teach the kids about finances and financial literacy. I would always talk about understanding how everything works and knowing your parents' finances gives you a better way of understanding what you guys have and what it takes to get that. 
And most people in this world look at somebody and they can't imagine, like, how do they have this brand new car? How do they live in that house? How do they afford to eat DoorDash every day? Uh, because I have to eat leftovers. Well, first of all, anybody else's finances is not your problem. It's your money that comes in and how you deal with it, how you choose to spend your money. Now, I do not purchase alcohol. I do not purchase cigarettes. I do not have a house payment anymore. My finances are not the same as most people. I am by myself, so everything I do, I have to pay for myself. But people say, how do you, how can you travel so much? Well, there's a lot of reasons how I can travel so much. I don't have to pay $2,000 a month in a mortgage. I don't have that. I just pay the insurance and the property tax. Which, by the way, mine doubled. My property tax doubled. Excuse me. He's just yawning. Because, of course, my house has doubled in value. Even though it's 40, 30 years older than when I bought it. It's three times as much as what I paid for it. but Or double of what it was appraised at then. But, whatever. But people don't realize it. You know, my car is paid off and I still make a car payment every single month into an account in case I have to buy a new car and I know what my payment can be that's not going to affect my finances. I can get a new client. I could, I can grow my business. I can do a lot of different things. So when I did daycare, when I did daycare, I can remember charging 55 to $65 a week. People are paying $200 a week right now, but let's say $55, $65 a week, and I'd have six to eight kids. And a mom would come in and hand me the check and say, what am I going to buy you this week? What? Must be nice that you could get that new van. I have to pay you daycare. I can't afford a new van. What? Is that a new shirt? Must be nice. All my day, all my money goes into bills and daycare. I'm really glad the shirt I bought you looks so cute. These are comments that I got from people that have no understanding how money works. You didn't buy this shirt for me. I provided a service. You gave me money. And then I purchased after said service. I purchased this with my money, not your money. No, that's not how it works. So I've lived with this my whole entire life. But this young lady worried that everybody else is buying DoorDash and she stuck with her leftovers is just the mentality that we have in today's world where we are really worried about how everyone else is able to do something that we want to do, but we are not able to do. Let's give some scenarios here. You know, Becky in the office, she buys DoorDash every day. You know, Becky, her credit limit on her credit card, you know how much she has to pay every month and in interest on this credit card? Becky also maybe has a trust fund you don't know Becky. Sorry, I'm just using Becky as an as a name. I don't know of a Becky in an office, but Becky has a trust fund. She can buy whatever she wants. Becky doesn't have to pay rent. Becky lives in a house with four roommates. Becky doesn't have the car payment you have. Becky 
I don't know, has a line of credit that she uses and she's putting herself in debt. Becky is using student loan money that she gets every quarter from her student loan to buy all this extra stuff. You have no clue where people get their money and it's really none of your business. The whole idea of finances is you. You. And if you want to buy DoorDash every day, look at your, look at your bills and figure out how to waste your money on DoorDash. Now, I understand that you were just probably being cute or funny of like trying to say like, I make more money these, these people and how, but it makes you look stupid when you're trying to actually care about somebody else buying something. It's none of your business that you're even paying attention to that and then trying to make it appear like maybe you're not getting paid the same amount you're a supervisor so how how is someone underneath you not paying well maybe their husband or boyfriend makes more money than your husband or boyfriend or maybe you don't even have a husband or boyfriend maybe you have uh four kids they have no kids do you see all the different scenarios of how people can do things differently than you the story that I like to tell everybody is I, I used to be a substitute teacher. I had my accounting business with eight clients and I thought that was freaking awesome. Um, and I worked for the photography people that took the class pictures. I bartended. I waited tables. I, uh, dog sat. I did tons of different jobs when I needed money. I was always working, trying to make more money, right? By myself, raising my daughter and getting the whopping $299 a month in child support. My ex-husband makes millions of dollars and I got $299 and then still had to come up with way more than that because even when my daughter had to go to art therapy, it came out of my pocket and he wouldn't give me the money to pay for therapy. He thought he could just add it to his child support, but you can't. And so it never came to me. And then he just said, well, I tried to give it to you in child support. They always keep sending it back to me. So, so what? That's my ex-husband and how he thought he was doing really good for his kid. I never asked for more money. I never took him back for more money when he made tons of money. I never did because I was doing it on my own and I wanted, I, I just didn't want to deal with him anymore. Um, anyway, so I'm going to all these different meetings and I'm getting to be involved in our community. And a lady walks over to me one day and says, what does your husband do? What do you mean? What does my husband do? What does your husband do? I said, I don't have a husband. I, in fact, I'm just a single mom. And she says, a single mom? How are you able to attend all of these different meetings and board things and do all this community work? How are you able to do that as a single mom? I, I'm sorry. I don't understand the question. Like, I know what you're saying, but are you what? So on the persona of somebody coming up to me, they thought I was just one of those lucky moms, those lucky wives that, you know, get to stay home. And this is just a hobby for me when reality I was really trying to help the community. And it was part of my non-paying job. In fact, when I went to a meeting, I lost money because I could have used that money to be teaching or waiting tables or bartending and doing other things. So I lost money because I don't have an employer to pay for me to be at these meetings. But my heart was in the community that much. And these people did not understand. 
how I was able to do everything. So you, you think that when I do all my stuff, you think that some man makes, gives me the money. I would love that. Oh my God. I would love to be that person. I mean, I'm still going to have my job, but I would have loved to have had help. So people on the outside have no clue what's going on in another person's finances. In fact, a lot of people don't even know what's going on in their own finances, let alone worried about someone else's finances. As a society, we have always put ourselves in a position where we want what other people have, but we also don't realize what it takes for other people to get there. I always told the kids to understand how do you have a new car? How do you live in that house? Because if your parents go to bed every night freaking out about finances, then is that how you want to go to bed? Do you want to go to sleep every night not knowing how you're going to pay the credit card bill the next day? I believe in 2020, uh, a lot of people fell victim to that. I believe a lot of suicides were because that the, the, the household income was based on every dollar that got brought into the house and COVID shut us down and payments were not made. And it was a little while before people were going to be nice and not make you have to make the payments that you have to make. And so the stress came into it. And then all of a sudden for two years, we allowed people to get out of that stress and be like, oh, we don't have to pay our bills. We don't have to pay. We didn't have to pay rent. They didn't have to pay their, um, um, student loans. And then when everything came back around and economy went up and the price of everything went up, people are freaking out. And that's why we're in a stressful area that we are right now is because during that time, people were, instead of trying to figure out how to maintain those payments, they just took it the easy way out. And now they have to reprogram their brain. And now they think it's not fair. And now they don't understand why they can't even pay bills even worse than it was before. And we all know, I mean, those are other podcasts. So when you're looking around you and you see what other people have, you can always have what they have. If you decide to change the way you live your life, if you want more, make more. If you want to save more, have less at that time so you can have more later. It's up to you. It's, it's a very simple philosophy. But don't worry about what Becky eats for lunch and that you have to eat yours. If you're, if you're in a great budget, then you're doing it good. You're not missing out. Because you don't get what she has. You get what you have. Keep taking all those adventures, you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.